Hello, everyone. A very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Poland, joined today by Kronda Adair. Kronda, a very warm welcome. Whereabouts are you hanging out? I'm hanging out in Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon, up the top. Yes. Excellent. So, folks, for those of you who don't know Kronda, she's the creator of Foundations Framework, which is for service-based business owners. Pretty much everyone listening to this will be, Kronda, which is fortunate. She's a content marketing coach and automation specialist, which is a terrific combination for mission-driven badasses who want to scale this service business. Fantastic. Can't wait. So, Kronda, the title of our interview today is how to turn your content into your best sales tool. And you're going to tell us how to do that in just seven minutes. Our time starts now. Question number one, who is your ideal client? My ideal client, as you mentioned, is badasses, service-based business owners who are really solid on their offer. Like they're killing it and they're delivering for their clients, but they need more of them. They're not reaching enough people so that they can help their target audience. They can deliver, they just don't have enough to deliver to. So I guess that leads us nicely to question number two, six and a half minutes left. What's the problem you solve for them? So the problem I solve, there's a cycle that happens with service business owners in particular, where they're doing their thing, they're serving their clients, they're rocking it out. While they're doing that, their marketing dies because they're not marketing. Right. So they finish up the, the job or the offer and then they realize, oh, I need more clients. And so they go and they hustle and they get more clients and then the cycle starts all over again. And the way to fix that is by having something or someone that can work for you and be marketing your service, even when you're busy delivering your service. Keep pumping out the content, attracting the inquiries while you're doing what you were born to do, which is to work with your clients. Makes sense. So we've got just under six minutes left now. Question number three is, what are the typical symptoms that people are going to be experiencing with this problem? You've mentioned one of them, which is that sort of that cycle of producing content and then working with clients and oops, don't have enough clients and so on. So what else is going to be happening in their business or their life that would make someone listening to this go, oh gosh, that's me. I'm suffering from those symptoms. Yeah. So the biggest one is usually revenue is that dreaded feast or famine cycle where your revenue, you know, maybe it's 20K one month and then it's, you know, two or 4K the next month. And that's because when you stop marketing, you know, it doesn't hit you right away, which is mm. why yep. people get into that cycle. It hits you, you know, two, three months down the line and then you're hurt. So that is that is the biggest indicator. Okay, thank you. So question number four, someone's got this problem of cyclical content production, client attraction, client work, and, you know, going around and around in that particular circle. They're going to try some stuff. So what are some of the common mistakes that people make? So four and a half minutes left. What are some of the common mistakes that people make Try to break out of that cycle before they find your solution. One of the biggest mistakes is they don't automate. So in order to have production be happening, like while you're busy doing something else, you have to have someone or something. A lot of people, when especially if it's early on, they don't have the revenue to hire someone, but you can hire something. You can, you can use automation. And in fact, I just spent the last week on vacation in San Diego getting some sun. It's a little colder up here. And my content was going out every day while I was going to the San Diego Zoo and Balboa Park and on the beach and all of that. Nice. There was no break in my content. Fantastic. Thank you. So... So that's a mistake that people don't make is they they don't automate the content production. Anything else before we go to question number five? 
Yeah. The other biggest mistake is they don't get help. <laughs> you know, right. I don't, I don't know any successful business owners who got there without getting help and mentorship from someone yeah. else. Yeah. And so so if true. you're trying to do it on your own, it's just a recipe. Yeah. But it's, it's true. The best sports people in the world have coaches, right? And the best singers and the best actors, they all have coaches at some point. So exactly. question number five, it's three and a half minutes left. What's one valuable free action that a listener to this podcast could take that's going to help them may not solve the whole problem, but it'll take them a step in the right direction. One of the things that keeps people from creating content is they don't know what to write. Mm. So if you sit down right now, just take 30 minutes and sit down and write two things, write down the 10 questions that you'd get asked the most that you're answering over and over again, and write down the top 10 biggest mistakes that people in your audience are making. Oh, and that's going to give you enough content for, you know, several months, if not a year. That's a terrific action item. Thank you for that. Question number six, two and a half minutes left. What's one valuable free resource that we could direct people to that's going to help them even more? I have taken everything I've learned about content marketing in the past few years and distilled it into the 10-minute guide for profitable content. So you can go to carveldigital.com slash content and you can grab that resource. And it's not you're not going to do it in 10 minutes, but in 10 minutes you should be able to absorb the lessons and make a plan to implement. Fantastic. Thank you. So that's Carvel, K-A-R-V-E-L, digital.com forward slash content. Go get it. Question number seven, and we've got two minutes left, so plenty of time. What's the one question I should have asked you but didn't? Ooh, I should have prepared better for this one. <laughs> the one thing you should have asked me but didn't. One thing that I've been talking about lately is why are so many black women in particular starting businesses? Like black women are one of the fastest growing groups of entrepreneurs. Wow. And yeah. And the answer is because we're treated like shit at work a lot of the time. Like wow. I come from a tech background. I was in the development world. I got fired for quote unquote culture fit, which is the thing that happens when seriously? You know, you're, you're the one that's seriously. So one of my missions in particular is to help, you know, not just black women, but marginalized groups in general to excel at their businesses because very you know, interesting. When you sell a business, then you can you can build the life that you want, and and you don't have, have to, to put up with the, the man <laughs> with a dickhead boss. Yeah, it's a bit <laughs> like accusing someone else of having an accent. <laughs> it's like cultural fit. No, no, you don't fit. <laughs> if yeah, you're firing me wild. for for not being culturally fit, <laughs> then you aren't culturally fit. I'm sorry. Okay, all right, we better not go there. Hey, very insightful. Thanks so much, Kronda. Appreciate you giving up your time and your insights, folks. CarvelDigital.com forward slash content. Go get it. Thanks, Conda. Thank you. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.